1: sports ethos uh, Bulls coverage show I am your host Keith Cork and I'm here with my co-host Trey Hill uh the Bulls are still playing uh, a game I don't know if I would call it basketball they're still playing a game right now against the Golden State Warriors last I checked they were down 40 points um that's two games in a row Trey uh how are you feeling about that
2: <laughs> a little bit better than you <laughs> I I was waiting on the uh Every show you start out, you go, welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> and we we didn't get that today. Uh, I feel like this game was worse than the Nets game for me because uh, at least against the Nets, the Bulls hung in there for quite a while and the Nets just kind of ran away with it. And when you have, you know, your team's best defenders not playing, that that'll happen when you're going against a team as talented as that Nets team is. But the Warriors were without Draymond Green. They were without Klay Thompson, which I know he just came back, but he's still a third. so. To me, I really expected the Bulls to have a bit of a bounce back game, mm. and just flat, completely flat on their faces.
1: Yeah, it's just no, just no effort. I mean, it. You know, you can talk about it all day, and you look at organizations like the Kings or or, or the Lakers. You know, and it, and it is. You know, you hear that all the time. It's like you know the effort's not there. But at the end of the day, I mean, it's up to the players to put that effort in, and it's just—it's just very frustrating for me, um, you know, to, it, it, the fact that it's two nationally televised games in a row, um, you know, the fact that we have to sit through it and listen to Jeff Van Gundy and freaking Mark Jackson talk their asinine things because they have nothing oh, else. Oh, see, to I, say. I made them, <laughs> I,
2: I did not make that mistake. I—I I, I had the—I had the broadcast on mute. Uh, And so I I think that also probably helped me because I'm not, I, well, I'm really disappointed in how the Bulls played and the the effort, you know, it it did seem a little lacking at times, but to me, it didn't seem so much as a huge lack of effort so much. It was just the Warriors were, were knocking down their open shots. Uh, I mean, you had all-star Wiggins going three of five from three point land, you know, Jordan Poole went five of nine. Uh, Kaminga two of three, he had like 12, he had like 12 points in the first half and the bulls, they just, they did not shoot the ball. Well, 29% from three, a lot of long rebounds that were not going their way. And the warriors, I mean, they're, I think they have what the second best defense, by net rating in the league, yeah, that's, that's true. But, but no playing.
1: Draymond, yeah, no right. Draymond, and you know, no, no Clay Thompson. I mean, Clay's not necessarily the best defender now with after the injuries. But um, you, you just, you just have the feeling that you know, it, it's just really disappointing because these are two games, and, and of course, you know, I had the New Year's resolution where I wanted the Bulls to win this game, um, and you know, I think too much is made out of statement games in the end. But this was a chance to make a statement game for the Bulls, right? It was a chance to just come out and beat a team uh, in the Warriors that a lot of people are high on. You know, a lot of the Warriors fans that watch this game didn't get don't get a chance to watch Bulls games a lot, I'm sure. Um, So it's a chance to you know get in front of some new eyes and show them what the Bulls are about. And that's not what we saw tonight was not Bulls basketball. It's not the Bulls brand of basketball. I don't know what it, it, I'd have to go back and watch it, and I really don't want to force myself to do that, but I just might just to see exactly, you know, what we're doing wrong. Um, because that's how much
2: the, do you think Zach going out early affected them? He played four minutes, uh, yeah. left with, you know, he landed awkwardly on his knee. Um, Woj says they're gonna do an MRI, but it's uh, more precautionary than anything. He walked off on his own power. So, but he he did only play 4 minutes and mm-hmm. I don't know how much that might have affected the game plan going in.
1: Uh, you know, I mean, I, I think that's a, a real bummer that Zach went down. Um, I'll read the the Wojnowski tweet tweet word forward here. Chicago Bulls guard Zach Levine will get an MRI on his left knee Saturday, but there's initial confidence that he hasn't suffered a serious injury. Sources tell ESPN it was described as discomfort and airing on the side of caution tomorrow with a uh, MRI. So, uh, you know, it looks like, it sounds like it's not that serious. Yeah, I watched the replay. I watched it, you know, happen live. Um, it didn't really seem like it was a huge injury obviously he walked off under his own power um he just kind of tweaked his his knees somehow uh when he landed uh so you know i'm I'm hopeful that it's just like you know like i said a tweak and it's just you know it's in that surgically repaired knee unfortunately it's the one that you know he had the ecl repaired in. so um maybe it's just something that's bothering him uh it's not going to be something serious i'm I'm very hopeful about that so i don't think it's going to be something that's going to sideline him for weeks uh you know he might he might miss the game tomorrow in Boston, I wouldn't be surprised if he sits in that game. Uh, but for this game, I don't I mean, I can't put, you know, it's a 40 point blowout and, and I can't put the entire onus on the fact that, you know, Zach Levine went down. I mean, I'm sure that deflated the team. It took some of their, the wind out of their sails and all that good stuff. Um But, you know, it, yeah, right. it was a failure on every level. So go ahead.
2: Oh, I was going to say, you've got Troy Brown Jr. playing 22 minutes, getting zero points. You've got Io playing 28 minutes, getting zero points. These are just, they're zeros you can't have. You know, Tony Bradley, he he had zero points in his 12 minutes. Having Caruso out, I know Patrick, you know, having Patrick Williams out, having Javante Green out, I feel like these sorts of things, they're just kind of, they're starting to pile up. And other than Lonzo Ball, I would say Caruso, uh, Patrick Williams, would you say Javante Green is probably our fourth best perimeter defender?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think our point of attack defense has been absolutely atrocious since we haven't had Crusoe, um, Patrick Williams, and Javante Green, uh, and and a little bit of Derek Jones Jr. But Derek Jones Jr., I mean, I, I don't. Yeah, I, think.
2: that's I knew there was someone I was forgetting, yeah. and and his de- like you were I know you were getting ready to say his defense isn't spectacular, but right. we, like we really noticed his absence ag- yeah. against uh, Kevin Durant and the Nets yeah. uh, to like tonight. He would have been a good guy to throw at Andrew Wiggins whenever, right. you know, he was not down. Wiggins did three go three off. Yeah, shot. Wiggins,
1: let's see what he ended up with. I mean, I'm sure he's not playing anymore. There's still 5 minutes left in the game right now. Yeah, 20. Talking,
2: but... He had 21 points on 11 shots.
1: Yeah, that's pretty that's pretty um, darn good. 8-11 eight, eight so shooting. To
2: good. me, what this really screams at is our point of attack defense. It's I think it's just wearing down. I think the Bulls have been that, you know, they won those nine straight games. They they've been playing without people for a long time. You know, they were one of the first teams to deal with the COVID issues, and they they played admirably through it, but that had to take a toll on guys. And I think the toll is just kind of coming due. Um, So when yeah. you have that combined with this bad of shooting and you're going against a team, the Warriors also just got blown out. So they it's not like the Warriors weren't coming in fired up and ready to play also. So it was yeah. just a recipe for an atrocious basketball game.
1: Listeners, real quick, please take a moment to follow at Ethos fantasy BK on Twitter, the single most dominant fantasy and basketball and fantasy news feed on Earth. Get all your NBA news in one handy Twitter feed. It's faster than the competition and provides more analysis, too. Again, that's at Ethos Fantasy BK on Twitter. Go follow it now. And, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, not to get too much into the mental health things, but, you know, I I, I do tend to have high highs and low lows. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm, you know, not diagnosed with anything, but it's just a a matter of fact with me. And so, you know, tomorrow it'll it'll all be better. Tonight it really stings. I don't, you know, I'm not feeling great about it. Uh, It really disappoints me. I want to just tear into this team. But I know, you know, in my heart of hearts, it is a good basketball team. We are just one or two pieces away from really being a serious contender. So, you know, relax. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying blow up the team or anything like that. It's It's not like I'm thinking that. The Bulls are a bad basketball team. I just think this was just a really piss-poor effort. And uh, as somebody that's just very competitive, and, you know, I I wouldn't say I played at a highly competitive level, but I I played, you know, when I played, I was – gave you know 110 that's it's just, just how i was and so it just really frustrates me to see it and, and i know you said it wasn't necessarily an effort thing maybe watching on mute gives you a different perspective there's always an interesting thing with that where like you watch on mute or you watch with different announcers you get different perspectives and and sometimes you have a different view of the game but from what i saw you know you, you got a lot of loose balls you had a lot of rebounds again and the rebounding again is something that's just killing us and the bulls just aren't getting a position that, they're not even making the Effort to get into position is what what I want to say. So they're not even, you know, and I know you don't put a body in somebody in the NBA too often, especially when you're, you know, over six, seven, six, eight. There's no
2: point. You just get your arms up, and it's it's a better thing than just boxing out. But the numbers back it up too. I'm looking at him. Vucevic had 14 rebounds. You know, he he did his job on the rebounding, but no one else did. The Bulls had 30 rebounds, Mm -hmm. again of which 14 were Vucevic. And the Warriors are sitting at 45. So they, they literally have 33 percent more rebounds than the Bulls do. Yeah. Did.
1: Yeah. And that's just that's just so unfortunate, Vooch has been kind of down in that. Re- he only had, uh, I think, six and seven in the last two games, if I remember correctly. So uh, it's good to see him doing it. Um, I do want to see that out of him. I'm glad that he did that. He probably hit his double double tonight, which I wanted for him.
2: Yeah, 19 uh, he he went 19, 14 and 5 on nine. He actually had a decent game shooting. for
1: once. And we yeah, missed he, it by just being he, terrible.
2: <laughs> right, he he played well. Uh the Bulls turned the ball over a lot. One of the times I didn't have it muted, uh they mentioned that the Bulls only had 10 turnovers at the time, but it it sure did seem like they had more. Uh so it quickly went back on mute whenever I you know I heard that. Because again, you're, like you said, if you listen to it with different announcers or with no announcing, I think it does kind of skew how how you view things. And to me, it just it seemed like the bull they they did a really good job of paying attention to Steph. Uh, they did a good, a decent, a decent to pretty good job, I thought, on their rotations for the most part. But a few of them were a step late, a step behind. And like you said, Wiggins was able to go off because he was getting wide-open looks. Same for Poole. Like, um, yeah. And I, I, I do think that gets cleaned up once the Bulls have, you know, their their more talented defenders back in the lineup. But we in the preseason, one of the things I harped on was it's a lot easier to play defense when you're making baskets. Mm-hmm. The Bulls weren't making baskets tonight, mm-hmm. and they were not – not having good defenders and not setting them up and putting them in positions to succeed. That's you can't do that against a team with Steph Curry.
1: Yeah. Against the Warriors team, you really can't have shots that are are bad and and you get, you know, get the, the Warriors going in transition and getting threes and, and getting to the line. And, um, it was just, it was just all bad. I didn't see a lot of good things. There's not a lot we can harp on here. There's not a lot of takeaways. I think the the auto
2: revenge game. He had five oh, yeah, points, I was gonna seven rebounds,
1: six assists, five and
2: five steals. Five steals. Yeah.
1: Um, and that's you know I I. I Save this tweet actually uh, to read here with you, Trey. Since uh, I know we had a BSP, we had a, a bold statements, not so bold predictions uh, show where we had a little bit of a bet between us where uh, Otto Porter is going to play. I under
2: under yeah, 35 games. I 35
1: think games, that. and uh, and he's been playing well, man. And and you know, obviously, we both like to see it. You're, you're you want to see him play well, also. But uh, basically, you know, the tweet was, you know, I guess I didn't save it, but this is the Otto Porter that the Bulls wanted to um, you know, have when they signed him. This is the one the guy that they were expecting. Like he's back to his full form now. And it's good to see, man. He's a really nice get for them. I think he's making like a like a million and a half a year or something. Like he's making an absurdly small amount of money. So that's a really nice piece for them. And they have Jonathan Kaminga too. Uh, it's a deep squad, man, um, especially when Clay and Draymond are healthy. Uh, they've just got a lot of pieces. It's a good basketball team. I think they're going to do very well uh, in the postseason. I don't see them as a you know championship favorite or, or even somebody that I would consider a championship team. I think they're pretty much on the same tier as the Bulls, honestly. So I think it's a good matchup for the Bulls. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, the both times you played them, we just haven't played well.
2: Yeah, I, I think I have them a tier ahead of you. I've got them right there. I've got the Warriors, Bucks, and Nets as my favorites for the title. And then I think the rest of the teams are below that. Uh, this was Kaminga's best game as a pro so far. 23 points, 10 of 12 shooting, 2 of 4 from 3. I Before he got drafted, I had the bold take of... I. He, I think he was fifth on my draft board. He was really high. I thought he was. I think he's going to end up being a small ball center. I think he's going. I even I even made the Draymond comparison um, before the draft. So it was awesome to see him get drafted there. I I love what the Warriors have kind of built there. I just I worry that Kaminga's not going to be a good enough playmaker. And he's gonna get stuck in that linem role, but that that's that's Warriors talk. We're here for the Bulls and the Bulls. Yeah. Io, I think it's it's disappointing to see him not scoring the basket, but I I feel like teams are giving him a lot more respect on mm-hmm. the defensive end. I yeah. he's you know. Early in the season, he was a second-round pick. He was getting wide-open looks. Got you know, teams weren't worried about closing out on him. And now you see teams close out hard when he gets the ball. And he had a couple times tonight where I noticed he put the ball on the floor, you know, got past his guy, and you know, put up a little floater. They just didn't fall. It's a good look. It's a good shot for him. But he, you know, he's a second-round pick. He's going to have games like this. And I, I think he was probably the the biggest disappointment for me tonight on the offensive end.
1: And we've pumped the guy up, so let's not leave Lonzo Ball out of this uh, crap party here. Five turnovers from your point guard, that's not ideal. Uh, five turnovers and three assists, that's a terrible assist-to-turnovers ratio, obviously. Uh, shot the ball decently, four for ten from deep. Um, you know, He was pretty hot in that first quarter, kind of kept us in a little bit. So I'm not going to lay a, a ton of blame at his feet, but uh, you know, he's, we got to take care of the basketball, man. The turnovers were just... Through the roof, and and these numbers would be even worse if it was a closer game. But since the you know Bulls sat all their guys, basically they play tomorrow night against the Boston Celtics. Um, you know they, they look a little bit better. Uh, so anyways, uh, you know. Like you said, Zach Levine got injured, tweaked his knee. Um, there's going to be some fantasy implications there. So, uh, hey guys, while we're talking about it, we do have a brand new daily fantasy partner at Sports Ethos. Thrive Fantasy, prop up with Thrive Fantasy on their mobile app or at ThriveFantasy.com. Use code ETHOS when you sign up to get 100% positive match bonus on your first deposit, up to 100 bucks, plus either two or four free game tickets to play. Pick player props on the biggest names playing every night. Score points when your prop hit. Props hit, and the players with the most points win a share of the nightly prize money. And check out our Sports Ethos those DFS team or podcast for advice on winners. Again, that code is Ethos over at ThriveFantasy.com. One of the good things about tonight's game, since it was a blowout is that uh, my thrive fantasy uh, lineups had De- DeMar DeRozan to have under 24.5 points. I think it was. So, Hey, I'm going to hit that because he's not going to play the rest of the game. So, uh, so yeah, we got that going for us. Um, but Zach's going to be out. So I, I don't think he's going to play this next game in Boston. I don't see him. Tra- he's probably going to stay in Chicago, get that MRI done. Um, they're going to check him out, you know, make sure he's good, make sure he's feeling well. So I, I, I really, I think the chances of him playing in the next game are like 10%, not even 5%. So, uh, looking at the, you know, lineup, I think, you know, Kobe white's probably going to step up for the bulls. I would think that's going to be the guy that's going to step into the starting lineup in that shooting guard role, uh, next to Lonzo ball and next to, uh, DeMar DeRozan. And he's going to be the third scorer. So, uh, how do you feel about that going up against the Boston Celtics tomorrow night?
2: I'm confident in Kobe. I think he played a pretty good game tonight. He only went two of nine from three. Obviously, we'd like that to be a little bit higher, but still managed to get 20 points. I I think he plays really well, especially when it's not him, Levine, and DeRozan all out there. I think sometimes when all three of them are out there, he's kind of the forgotten man, which rightfully so, but you know, Kobe's best whenever he's attacking. And I think in in that lineup. If, if Zach's out, Kobe's going to come in and do just fine. Um,
1: yeah. Kobe shot nine of 17 tonight, which is pretty darn good. So uh, he's doing what he has to do, man. I've, I've been impressed with Kobe. He's still played well, even though uh, the bulls have been losing the last couple of games. I think he's, he's still brought it. So he,
2: yeah. he was one of the guys uh, I should, you know, I should have mentioned specifically whenever I, I was talking earlier about the bulls effort in terms of switches and trying to recover on guys. I thought Kobe did a really good job of, not just fighting over screens, but uh, when he would get caught up on screens, he did a good job of scrambling back around and finding the guy he was supposed to get to and not not getting lost on defense like he used to. Um you know, his first couple years he would he would get screened and then he would kind of look like a almost like a lost kid in a mall, kind of looking around for a second, like, where do I go from here? Whereas he it seems like he's just. He's just playing. He's not thinking on that end as much anymore. And it it's really it's really been noticeable. Yeah.
1: No, that's good to see, man. And obviously the uh, Celtics have been struggling a bit too. Um the Celtics are sitting at tenth right now in the Eastern Conference. They're seven and a half games behind the Bulls. The Bulls are gonna drop this one, they're gonna move to um just a game and a half ahead of the Heat and the Brooklyn Nets. The Nets just dropped one two when they sat uh Durant and um uh, and Harden, no they said dretton irving uh in the last game and, and Harden was kind of their only big dog there so they lost the game uh the heat are sitting in second two games behind the bulls right now which is going to be a game and a half uh because the bulls again are going to drop this one uh, i don't think the heat are playing tonight uh oh, actually no they are and they're losing so hopefully the the hawks will take care of the heat tonight uh and we can maintain that two two game lead over the heat but uh that heat team man they're uh, they're a bit surprising wouldn't you say
2: they are and Bams due back. Um, I think at the end of this week, maybe tomorrow. I'm not. I I know. I know it's very, very soon. If, if it's not Bulls basketball, you know, it kind of gets lost in the shuffle a little bit with me. But the Heat, I think. So in the East, I've got the Nets and the Bucks in a tier, and then I've got I've got the Heat, the Bulls, and part of me wants to throw Philly in there also. I feel like those three are kind of like the next tier in the East Then I think the Bulls are. I think they're at the head of that table for me. But I, I do think it. I do think there are those three teams. And to me, I the Heat are. Spoelstra just continues to show his value. And Demar Derozan's buddy Kyle Lowry um, continues to prove you wrong on why he's so good.
1: <laughs> he did. He's doing it better than I thought. I thought he was kind of washed. I thought he was a little bit over the hill and uh, and done. But uh, no, he's he's having a good season. I can't can't take that away from a man so uh a good gift for those guys uh, I was wrong no no doubt uh but uh yeah we do have a final now for the bulls it was the warriors 138 the bulls 96 Trey, do you have the the box score pulled up don't look at it i want to ask you over and under question oh you no I, no
2: i don't okay. i don't have it
1: marko simonovic over under 5 points what do you think under he has eight points. He scored eight points, three or five from the field, one of two from beyond the arc. He hit a three-pointer. I think that's his first three-pointer as a NBA player. He got six and a half minutes, so eight points in okay, six wow. and a half minutes. Not bad. Good for him. Uh, so, anyways, the Bulls do get blown out. Uh, obviously, like I said, you know, Bulls fans, go sleep on it. Don't get too freaked out about it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm ticked off, but uh, a little little night uh, night nightcap for me.
2: I hope then, I you know, talked you off the edge a little.
1: Yeah, you know, I'll sleep on it. I'll be okay. You know, the Bulls are still sitting in first. I can't be too upset. Uh, We do have the Boston Celtics tomorrow, and it's going to be a better game. Uh, Before I do go, guys, I do want to quickly let you guys know and remind you to use the – coupon code hoopball20 at manscaped.com for 20% off your order and free shipping and also check out our pals at mybookie.ag use code hoopball on third page of sign up to unlock deposit match bonuses there as well and uh, also I, I did forget to mention in the earlier part of this episode uh, we were expecting Ryan uh, I think it's Borja, or Borja I, can't, I think it's Borja probably uh, on this, sh- this show tonight and unfortunately he couldn't make it due to an emergency so uh, hope all is well with him but uh, hopefully we'll have to reschedule with him and have him on sometime soon so if you did hear me. Uh, Mentioned that that is why he did not show up tonight but uh, no big deal we trudge on and uh you know made probably for the best because he didn't get to see me in this uh you know upset state so uh until next time guys i am your host keith cork you can find me on twitter at at bsbp keith and trey where can the good people find you
2: on twitter at final Finally. all
1: right and go follow the show guys at Those and uh you know let's play it